0: Do you have the time you listening to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? Yes. <laughs> I'm one of those melodramatic fools and you're not to the bone no the about it. That good? Yeah, basket case. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basket case.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Scott and Liam vs. Evil episode 17. Yeah. Is it 17? Today we're going to go all Frank Hennenwater on this bitch. Woo! With basket case and frankenhooker. So we'll start with basket case, which was 1982. Wow. Uh, it's the little synopsis it doesn't explain the movie because the movie's fucking nonsense a young man carrying a big basket that contains his deformed Siamese twin brother seeks vengeance on the doctors who separated them against their will what did you think of Basket Case?
0: Um, well it was interesting but it, it almost I mean there's, I've got so many problems this movie and I'll, I'll get into them as we can as we kind of run through it because my notes are in, in order uh, the usual bit I just want to go for the start You know at the start When he's walking I think he's already moved To the, the, the town To New York City And he's I don't know if it's before He finds a hotel know, But it's my first note And the guy's a really Persistent dealer Like a little, like little oh, He, he says, just Want to <laughs> buy some drugs He's like no I'm alright mate Oh come on I got some smack. I got coke I got this I got that And then he just keeps going And going and going and I'm like Jesus mate, Take the, the hint The very the, it, it. He's saying like oh, What about girls Do you want girls <laughs> Smoke, smoke I
1: got joints and bags Nicks and dad bags Go club smoke I got acid, blotters, rainbows, wind pain, speed, downs, second off, volume, mescaline, THC. I got some good cocaine, Tuehlu, beauties, methadine, cheaper, Panama, red, angel dust, check it out, man. tranquilizing, intermines, librium, poison, tiskins, methadone, other rock, red, junk, morphine. What do you want, some girls? I got some nice girls. What the fuck is wrong with you anyway, man? But he says this to the guy with the big fucking eighties perm <laughs> on the basket. The guy probably at least is either already on drugs, <laughs>
0: or probably doesn't use them. And then when he goes to the, like the hotel, and then like the boys at, like it's just like I don't know the sanding, and he says that like, he's went in the room, and then he's like he's in the rules, and he takes the room. Do you see that he's loaded? Didn't know asking nonsense. But he goes to the room, goes out, gets food, and comes back in, and he's bought like about fifty cheeseburgers, and he just like he feeds them in his basket now you, don't, you haven't seen what's in the basket yet at this point but I already kind of knew because you told me plus the picture on the cover it kind of gives it away how the hell can that wee blob eat that many hamburg- hamburgers I mean it's he's not even got a stomach It's not got a stomach exactly <laughs> really? I'm like how the, I don't understand it like he eats he eats three burgers in a he there's, there's no stomach he's no really eat that much and how the hell does he peer poop afterwards <laughs> Pure poop I fucking hate that word poop
1: <laughs> it's such <just> a stupid <laughs> word but if you've not seen Basket Case go and watch it now it's just, it's ridiculous. The guy at a young age has this deformed growth on his body with a face yeah. <laughs> that like killed his mum after they were born. It kind of suggests that. Uh, they get cut off, but he keeps it in
0: a basket and <laughs> As you do. it kills.
1: It's probably when... <laughs> I the got a new it once didn't. when I
0: was a young boy and I kept it in a wee jar. Really? Yeah. Like, I, you know how one of those wee kind of tubes that you would like yeah. a sample tube? It was just like a wee T-shaped green bit of plastic and then just kept it in a jar. Why would you keep I don't it? know, but some people keep things. You know, like if people get their appendix out, they keep it in a jar. Why? I don't know. It's fucking strange. Unless you're going to actually build something with it. <laughs> well, that's why he kept his brother in a basket
1: in this movie, I think. Just to build, build something. <laughs> so it is complete <laughs> noise. It's obviously a classic Frank <laughs> Benin lot. I think it was one of his first films. Very David Cronenberg. See the whole body mutilation type thing. This yeah. and Frankinooker.
0: Uh, I like it. See, it's like the actors were in a rush to finish the dialogue. Do you know? Oh, the dialogue, yeah. Like at the start, like when he goes to go get the food, he comes down the stairs. Hey, do you know where I can get some food? Yeah, you can get some food across the street. Oh, thanks so much. I'm going to get some food across the street. and I'm like, oh Jesus <laughs> Christ, man, just slow down a wee bit. Yeah. And then, uh, do you know how easy it is it to bullshit the doctors back in fucking nineteen eighty two? He just goes in. Yeah. He's like, right, my name's my name's Dwayne. I want to see the doctor. Oh no, uh, don't call me Dwayne. Call me something else. <laughs> call Dwayne. I, I I know what he's. I, no I you can get an appointment. That and receptionist then, is fucking relentless at trying to bang the boy with the pearl. Aye. But do you also notice how angry she was that he hadn't seen him in, in, no. in New York City? She doesn't know how long he's been there. He could have been <laughs> there for like, went straight to the doctor's office and she's raging that he's not seen the Statue of Liberty yet. Because she's really want to take him out to show own place just so she can get him back and bang him, apparently. That's
1: but see after their first date? And then back to the hotel, and obviously the deformed twins
0: gone fucking mental. <laughs> he
1: just grabs her and goes,
0: "Get out! I don't want you to
1: see us!" and throws her out the hotel. I I hit the door because
0: everybody's like, "I know, I exactly." She comes back after that. That's that's a, a good end to our first date. Did do, do you? Do what I, f- I felt as if like some of the characters were well, with the way they ta- they talked and things. It felt like a bit like I was watching like a David Lynch movie. Yeah. Like there was it was kind of almost creepy that the, the their dialogue and their interaction, just the way that it was kind of filmed. I was like this is. Like it could be Twin Peaks, there and it was like a bit like everybody was sinister. I don't know if that was deliberate or it was just poor
1: acting. <laughs> 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 okay, it could very well, possibly could be. In fact, when you're talking about the burgers, I was watching it again with Lena, and she said, "Why does the thing not eat carbs? like it eats the burgers but
0: keeps throwing the buns back." <laughs> so why get it? Why that's, bother with it? That's what I do. Is it? No. I mean it's. I mean it's neg- I mean it's already got a bad enough negative body image. It is. It just might put on some carb loading as well, is not it? Isn't? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's paranoid
0: it's <of> <laughs> Uh, what, I, what I want to know is how can that wee guy kill anybody? Just, you could just boot him out the fucking windy. Or, or, or perhaps lock him in a wicker basket. It just
1: it's keep. It he, he seemed to keep clawing at their face. It was the face.
0: That he's got no centre cent- of gravity. You could literally throw him about. And, except when he's uh, I'd j- actually pay to see that fight. Ex- except <laughs> when he changes it to stop motion because then, then you're in trouble. Oh, <laughs> how weird is that? It's clearly in like, a set that was literally like a doll's house that he's just going to move in a I don't
1: understand. They, they made a puppet. Obviously, an actual practical puppet for some scenes. So why did they bother with stop motion? I don't know
0: what. Like what? a
1: rod moving the puppet <laughs> would be better than the stop motion.
0: I'd I'd agree with you.
1: <laughs> when it takes the drawer out, it goes the drawer and it's a real drawer that just throws out. It <laughs> doesn't
0: link in well. It just looks like right, you've got a stop motion and then a man's through a drawer across the camera. <laughs> see how when he's um, see when he's making noises because he doesn't talk at all in in this movie. He
1: looks like a squashed octopus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bit, do you want know It reminded me of it. Reminded me of that Biocop trailer. Like he was just going, "Oh, <laughs> oh
1: am I alive?" <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Like
0: is agony. <laughs> the <laughs> um, the wee guy who who the wee nosy bastard who's in the house, who in the in the hotel, who wants He's to rob his, his, money. his money. There's yeah. no way There's absolutely no way that that lockpick would ever open that style of lock. And never mind the fact that his technique is terrible. No <laughs> buy it. That guy's acting was fucking
1: terrible. Completely. Yeah. He was probably the worst in the entire film. Well, I don't understand why he carries the twin around in a basket. His perm is so big. I think it could be a different film, where he carries the twin around in his giant perm. Like That's the boy who sticks all the
0: pencils in his, in his yeah. <laughs> but it's the <it's laughs> deformed twin that kills. I'd to see that. Do you, right, here's the question. You know how when it thinks back to, I think it's his father that was killed and um, they says that they don't know what killed him and it kind of gives you a flashback the most creative <laughs> death kill ever <laughs> the big massive table saw just lying <laughs> in the middle of the room and he's in pieces It's quite, I, I would say it's quite clear to see who, what actually killed
1: him uh, also in that, that scene where they're in the house obviously they're talking to the doctors about cutting him up and they go right into the dining room the dining room is just a surgery like they've set up <laughs> an actual full hospital in the dining room how is that how, how can they do that it looks like the inside of a hospital attached to the living room
0: aye there's no explanation <laughs> there's no explanation at all man just the same as there's no explanation as why this place is fixing itself up to be a hotel but they has got so many permanent residents yeah all fucking weird
1: as well and it keeps changing every scene in fact see at the very start when he walks up the stairs with a uh, Josephine the when it keeps coming out and just kind of fucking a barrage her, of
0: shite yeah her, her initial scene made that's what made me think of the David Lynch thing when she's kind of talking up the stairs she gets to halfway up the stairs and she just stops talking and walks away did you notice as they walk up the stairs she's on the left hand side and then it cuts from the
1: top of the stairs view she's on the right hand side no, and it cuts again she swaps again and then just fucks off fucking bitch so weird so continuity is obviously a big problem in these <laughs> movies
0: but you don't go and see it for, <laughs> for it to make sense another problem I've got when he goes to the uh, the vet surgery, mm-hmm. for Doctor um, Car, for Doctor Car, <laughs> the uh, the receptionist and the the other woman, they're twins. The nurses that work in there are twins, but there's no need for them to be twins. It's just kind of confusing as you're watching it, thinking what's going on until the end. You see them together, Again, I and
1: <laughs> <laughs> why is she get
0: there? Why she open the doors when she was behind the desk a minute ago? There's no explanation or joke behind it, so there's no need to cast the both of them unless they're like it's probably well, a family member or, or a pal. Whereas, see the woman that plays Casey.
1: Like in a kind of black hooker yeah type dancer she's in all these movies as Casey right uh, and Frank Hooker that's see the one that's talking in the TV like the interview oh yeah that's her right she just appears so she must be like a family friend because all her movies are just head and water movies plain <laughs> a hooker the um... I think once the doctor like removes them, I think the most unhygienic way of disposing it is just leaving it in a bin bag next to the bins <laughs> If you just cut something off around a person, fucking dispose it. <laughs> how, how, how
0: do you how do you think they dispose of stuff like that? Surely they just it, incinerate it. Uh, but, uh, you just put it in a bin bag. A bin bag next to the bin. Yeah. Oh, well, but it depends. It depends. What it is you're throwing away. If you're just throwing away um, regular rubbish, it's a black bin bag. If you're throwing away blood and stuff, it's um, an orange bin bag. So what? What does little growth with a face,
1: killing growth with a face? what does that come discernible into? body parts to go into yellow bin bags,
0: oh. and they go for special incineration.
1: So I can walk around the back of the hospital and pick up.
0: I would hope that there's no no <laughs> bags lying out the back of the hospital that you can get to, but if you see a bag with a, um, a yellow bin bag from uh, near a hospital, it should. If they're falling the roads, it should be body parts. that's in that? It's the fact that the doctor, the doctors didn't. They didn't go to hospital first of all. They set it up in the house. And
1: then they even take it away with them. Just left it <laughs> next to yeah. next to the day's papers. That's
0: that is exactly what you do <laughs> back in the days. Black market fucking surgery. Um, see at the end. Why does his eyes glow? His eyes glow up mm. before he jumps at the window and runs on a on a killing man page And he looks again like the guy with <laughs> the hills of eyes. So I thought it was like I was ready. To yeah, do. I've that done the impression before. someone did it again, but um, no, I'll do it again. <laughs> you forced us into the mines. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How <he> was <laughs> Breakfast time. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, but I, I, and then I been watching it right, and it's gone for ages. And then he has some kind of kind of crossover dream where he's dreaming inside the head of his his uh, his brother, his former brother <laughs> uh, Bilal. Um, and I think he's dreaming that he's a. Uh, but then he then he's running about and. He's the just nude. running the. Ah, He's completely <laughs> just banging out running about the streets. <laughs> what's going
1: on? Again? I, I rewind it twice. Going, why is he doing that it's <laughs> just doing him in bed and then he's in the ball, fucking ball, naked running through Times Square
0: it's like what are you doing well he's having a dream that Bilal is going to meet his bird that, went, that, he's, that was really persistent to meet him but um, turns out that's actually happening in real life and she's sleeping in the bed and Bilal goes in and then just does a wee boop on the nipple <laughs> the anyway. and then I'm watching it thinking what's going on here and then I'm like holy fuck he's brocked on her <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, go. she's man, completely sleeping cool. on the bed and this wee puppet is like Getting it on with, with the girl, but then when it turns, when he comes in, breaks into the room, like the puppet's just gyrating on <laughs> her crotch area, and I'm like, and it's all bloody, and I'm like, all oh, right. I mean, is that? I mean, I got, I got, I got it before you, you showed me that, but I'm thinking, is that really necessary? I need to see it that way, but I suppose um, you Do should I, never it, no rape culture. I was but more I was a rapist, but I was more obviously that is completely found <laughs> upon.
1: I was more creeped out by the real sex scene with the guy where she lies here, and I've actually wrote down I don't know how I can remember it but she just goes take me Dwayne and he just rubs her boobs <laughs> just looks at her and rubs her boobs and she closes her eyes as if oh my god this is
0: brilliant they're still all fully clothed alright oh, no wait that's, that's right I've got this written here I've got uh, hand on boob other hand on other boob cock block because <laughs> then Bilal comes in and messes it up <laughs> you know? he does.
1: the face in ice Dr. carr gets killed he puts. <laughs> Bilal grabs her face into a drawer of horizontal <laughs> nice <laughs> and she pulls out, and all of these scalpels are sticking out her face. And it, it's quite well done, mm-hmm. but I don't think that would kill you. I mean, It'd fucking hurt getting a scalpel in the face, yeah. but I, I really don't think. No, it that might would
0: be I don't think. I don't think that would kill
1: you at all. Do you know like the doctor cut
0: her looks like Sigourney Weaver? Mm-hmm. Like if you closed your eyes, you'd think. She, aye, she kind of resembled a wee bit as well for that time, like same kind of colour here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it was weird, and do you know what the storyline of the fact that he's going to like get revenge on all the different doctors that separated him and his, uh, his um, he said. But um, against their will, apparently, it wasn't really clear until halfway through. Until I realized that he was they were going. In, that's why they're meeting all these doctors. That's why he was kidding on about his name to the first like we see like uh, right. the doctor, and how he would then see like when Bilal kills the first doctor, Dwayne doesn't seem bothered about it, and it wasn't until later on I realized that like, okay, so they're actually both in this together too attack the doctors but um, they happened when they were like eight years old so it's not really against your will it's by your parents will because that's how life works their dad was a bastard though their dad was a bastard eh? and then the creepy auntie that wanted to raise them. it's two it's two different people if you they are two different people no, they're not I, two different people. I, I, One of them's a person, and the other ones are, are str- shouldn't be blob. thinking blob in a box. It should have just been put in the bin or killed. <laughs> like why would you? Why the hell would you put all the effort of carrying it about in a, in a bag? Also, I also think it would be a lot easier if you put it in his backpack. It'd be a little easier to carry him. I and just, still, zip it shut.
1: Give him some sort of fucking respite. So Even bring him back into the room. I let him out the basket. Let him breathe. He just keeps him locked up in the basket. Gives him a TV. I'll
0: okay, a bad picture?
1: Oh, he pulls the he pulls the channel selector
0: off it straight away, <laughs> and then goes fucking Sky <laughs> stop motion animation. The shit out of that room, but do you want, as well though? We see, there's there's a lot of fucking noisy fuckers in that neighborhood. You know how like, every time there's a noise coming from that room, everybody from I the hotel out. outside try to see in. The minute they jump out the out the window or below, like falls at the window, it looks at the street and there's about fifty people, pimps and hookers, just know. come right <laughs> over and stand over the top of it. I'm like, and like you
1: know, yeah, every day they all wear the same clothes, Like... Guy with a wee pink bathrobe. <laughs> Never <laughs> ever takes that pink bathrobe.
0: Eh. It was good. What did you? What would, you would you watch it again? I, I'd maybe watch it again. Um. There obviously, there's two sequels after it, and I watched the second one. Um. And it's funny. It's supposed to happen like instantly after the end of the first one, but it's like, it's like I don't know, 10-15 years after it, and you can clearly see the age difference in Dwayne. Um. And the story kind of takes a crazy turn then because then they go and live in a a house with just loads of deformed folk god and then, but it's it, some of them aren't even like like some people are, are made up in makeup to look like physically deformed that potentially people could you know live with deformities that they that look like other ones are like a wee kind of blobbed head with like piano teeth in a, in a <laughs> box that looks crazy and she says that but he's got a wonderful singing voice and he starts just giving it off no oh, yes, and singing like away you like oh, this is just a wee bit too much for me now let me introduce you to Lorenzo he comes from south america born with an oversized head and an underdeveloped body he was abandoned by his parents and put on display in cheap backroom exhibitions he also possesses one of the most beautiful voices i've ever heard would you lorenzo uh-huh.
1: it's just a throwy, garbage
0: fucking wacky film oh it's film. definitely I garbage it's man yeah. and I've still got the third one to watch which I will watch in a couple of days yeah. and um, I'm, I don't know what to expect to be honest with you <laughs> I there's a baby in it oh god <laughs> now I know that we, um, we we're only talking about the first one but, uh, but it's a wee bit of the second one but the boy's in the house and he's trying to take photos and he climbs up the attic and he's flash like illuminates like 12 of these guys up the attic who are eventually got to kill him he just sits there and just like ...gets scared and just keeps taking photos... ...just go in the ladders and run away... ...why are you still hanging about... ...why are you waiting for these guys to attack you... ...just frozen in shock and terror... <sighs> I ...don't buy it...
1: <laughs> ...that's the bit of this movie that you don't buy... <laughs> no, <laughs> what no, ...we seem to not buy the really strange fucking... things that don't matter... ...and yet we buy into the fact that there's a deformed twin... ...still alive in a basket eating... ...when he's not got a stomach... ...or uh-huh. although it does actually say... ...they don't share internal organs... Maybe he does so he's have he's his got own... a stomach
0: that's just all squashed into his kind of blob.
1: But how could you do that? It all have to be really fucking tiny.
0: I, you couldn't eat three burgers on honey, that's for sure. No. <laughs> Absolutely nobody. Although he wasn't eating the bread, so maybe. <laughs> so well, it's the bread, saying, it's 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 a bread it's it's that bags you up. That's it, aye. You'd maybe you got gluten intolerance. So, what did you get out of 10? I gave it six dream bangers out of 10. <laughs> dream bangers? And I asked, how the hell did this spawn two sequels? <laughs> how did it not
1: spawn <laughs> more? <laughs> I, I would probably give it, uh, give it a six, six. It's, it's so wacky and outrageous and it's fun, but the acting at times pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, the guy looks like fucking Neil Buchanan for Art Attack. <laughs> he does have like early day Art Attack. it's here. Ridiculous. I know. I don't. I, I don't know. It's possible to have a perm that high. It's like a helmet at times. It is, and it would be perfect for him to fit in it. But a completely different <laughs> movie. More practical. In
0: 1931, the world was horrified by the motion picture of Frankenstein.
1: In 1935, horror turned to terror with the bride of Frankenstein. In 1990, the makers of Basket Case and Brain Damage bring you... want a date? Ah! Franken-hooker. So, we're ready. going to another Hen and Water classic. Probably my favourite out of the two of them.
0: Eh, uh, Frank The first, um, before you do your synopsis, the first uh, thing I've written down here is, wow, wow, what an intro? And I don't remember what the intro was. I need to write context in my notes for in the future.
1: The intro was him with the the brain with the eye in it in the tank at the party.
0: Oh, yeah. Like saying, follow me. Aye, I feel as if there was maybe more before that part. Maybe. I can't remember. Anyway, what is the synopsis? No, I'm pretty sure that was... That's definitely the beginning of the movie, because that's what the rest of my notes said, but there must have been something that happened. Music or, st- or style or you know, graphics I, I, or something, I don't it's know. It's
1: after she then gets killed. Right, well, anyway, okay. so it came out in 1990, although I'd still say, I always thought it was an 80s film. When uh, I seen it was
0: 1990, I was like, what? You could class it with the 80s because it's still within that, kind of just after and and just, time just time.
1: after um, a medical student sets out to recreate his decapitated fiance by building her a new body made of Manhattan street prostitutes
0: <laughs> that's what you would do I mean that's what I would do oh, definitely uh, although we need to get Glasgow street prostitutes and I used to live near where oh, they're, 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 they're know not I know the best <laughs> <You>
1: definitely when you get in for them <laughs> uh, it stars James Lawrence who was in Bridge of Spies Steven Spielberg right one with Tom Hanks mm-hmm. uh, and he plays Jeffrey Franken, whose girlfriend, quite good looking lassie, played by Patty Mullen, who has aged very well. See if you Google her. Mm-hmm. She's still a very attractive lady. Might do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, she, she gets killed by another freak lawnmower accident. Alright, it's one that he's invented a remote controller. <laughs> she gets killed, and then that's when the credits start. He's like writing. He's got a map of our body. Yeah, that's, oh, aye, that's right. Aye. And the music's playing, and he's kind of writing all these wee scientific notes yeah, numbers that, and... that looks like fucking <laughs> <Miss> scrawns. <laughs> yeah, a mentalist, and then goes, <laughs> gets loads of prostitutes to a
0: party. <laughs> We, we, we need to get back we because we're, we're jumping ahead the, the, the girl at the start of the party right, the Patty Mullins kicking about in this um, the worst fat suit I've ever seen in my life and they keep calling her fat telling her to still pretzels but I don't think she's fat she, well in real life she's not but she's wearing this suit that's padded at the hips and, the, and running about the stomach and that, but it's just it I never even noticed the fat I, suit. I genuinely didn't think she was. Do you know, I know why I I pointed this out? Because before we before we I uh, watched this movie, I'd recently listened to a podcast, a, a horror movie night podcast, and they had talked about Frankenhooker, and, and they that's what they picked up on because it's first because really? the corner fat, and then obviously when you get to the the Frankenhooker body, it's it's all her body. Yeah. And you're like, so she's not fat in the slightest but it's like there's the worst fat suit in the world. And then, um, but you know how when he's when I remember she's talking and she's seen how like she's been trying to lose weight and uh, mm-hmm. and Jeffrey even performed uh, a stomach stapling on her Is it like, what just casually just suggesting that your boyfriend's performed major <laughs> surgery on you in your house. But she uh, is he a doctor? Well,
1: no. in his spare time <laughs> yeah. he likes to call himself. It sounds like a bio, a biotechnical or a bio something technician. It's like oh, oh yeah, just a doctor casually. So what's his main job? If a doctor's is his fucking part time. What,
0: what is his main job? Do we ever find that out?
1: I've never seen him doing anything other than doctor or DIY doctor. DIY doctor. So, if you know I seen it, it's basically Frankenstein meets weird science, which is very much like if you remember from episode one or two, with fright fest, we watched a movie called Patchwork. It's essentially the same movie,
0: but Patchwork is more modern and probably better. But you remember at the, uh, the fright fest thing, we were there the Q and and he somebody asked him that, and he said that he had never seen. Uh, patchwork before just want to check it out and that, may, that, may be ca- that might be the case I've oh, never seen Frankenhooker before oh sorry yeah or... i would never seen Frankenhooker before and uh, I thought um, maybe that's real or maybe that's not but then it was also heard that um, the movie Night of the Creeps which involves like, uh, all really these slugs like, taking place inside somebody's head and um, being the infection for the next thing the guy who made Sludder which is very very similar said that he had never seen Night of the Creeps before he made Sludder so you think did you just, just, just admit that you took some influence or a lot of influence and made that another movie like it's not.
1: I think the slither one could be because when you think about aliens and stuff, we think slither and a. E. Aye, maybe you could come up with that without having outside help. But the Frankenheimer thing, he must have seen it.
0: It is. It's the same
1: movie. Yeah, well, he only
0: uses three girls, and Jeffrey uses
1: like twenty. Aye, but it's. Patrick was fucking brilliant. It was very well done. and I can't actually wait for it to come out
0: in DVD. But it's. He must have seen it. Quite, right, I've got questions, right. What the fuck is his pink hot tub freezer a about? bit? What kind of scientific purpose does that have? Just, he keeps his body parts in a, a chest freezer, but when he opens it, it's full of pink water that's bubbling. I don't know. you... don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question. Uh, why does he keep his drill bits in a bowling bag that also hosts a, a bowling ball? Nah. I've got a better question. <laughs> when he takes the drill bits out, why the fuck is he drilling it his own head? Because
1: he, he wants to remove... He's then still got morals. See if he thinks, right, I've got to kill women, but I can't do it. He's, he's giving himself a... As if
0: there's actually specific parts <laughs> that can just, just
1: treat get, your personality. He's giving himself a DIY me to try and remove the morals of not wanting to kill somebody so he can easily kill these women to make his own. And if that works, I want somebody to give me a DIY fucking amputation on this foot. Because it's <laughs> absolutely gout in I heavily burnt it in a pan fire <laughs> in my camper van. And it looks like a fucking flesh-eating disease.
0: That's pretty gross. I'm showing Scott it right now. Do you to smell it? No, you're alright. I've kind of got a cut in my hand that I knocked it off. Are the... you fucking joking? No, but it kind of looks the same. Like it's a wee indent almost. Just mine's a bit smaller. Yours just about 2mm. <laughs> Mine is my foot. Look, it's swelling up again. Get out of it.
1: Get over it It's fucking <laughs> agony
0: oh. Anyway So I'd, uh, I'd like to right. do that So he um, we'll, put, we'll maybe put a picture up of eh, Liam's foot and let you see it mm. um, <laughs> so, so he decides to go and get all these prostitutes and he has to go and um, buy them and he, he somehow walks out with uh, the pimp Zorro that he can take like theatre them back to a room um to pick his favourites To play doctors <laughs> to play doctors <laughs> yeah and he's measuring them all and figuring out all the different body parts and whatnot. And um, then they, they say that they need to get, uh, get up, you know, get to screwing, otherwise Zoro's got to tell them to come out. Um, so to keep them in, he, what he's done, he bought um, a wee bag of crack off his of Zoro when he first went to meet him to ask him for his girls, back to his lab and refined it and made a big bag of super crack. Super crack. <laughs> which is just big, massive, ice cube sized bits of crack to which the, the prodigies all go mental over. And they, they lassies fucking love crack. <laughs> <laughs> they, they absolutely love crack. So the rest starts uh, smoking the super crack. And then, like, he, tra- I, he tries to offer them more money to stay and they're like, ah, no, we really need to go. And then he's like, then they, they go in his bag and find the super crack, and then they go, man. What she pers- says is, girls, the party's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for some reason, when they smoke the super crack, it uh, eventually makes them explode. Which was quite a cool scene, see when they're all exploding and it was, like, obviously changing between the... the it's into, the like, best
1: exploding
0: crack horse scene in any film th- I would agree with you absolutely and then with, with all the different body parts and stuff that I, were kind of falling about every time they explode and then the heads came off see, I did enjoy it see where your role like, like in a hospital yes is it medically accurate that all
1: prostitutes inside don't have internal organs they've actually just got little fireworks <laughs> because
0: <laughs> when they all explode it's just colourful fireworks it's how they know how they want to be prostitutes in the first place you know because if they've got that, ex- that firework inside them they bleed sparks they bleed sparks
1: it's a, it's a very good scene to us it makes it's, a, it's the key scene in yeah. and Frankenstein
0: and then uh, because Zorro's can run up the stairs in the hotel which looks very strikingly similar to the hotel that uh, Dwayne stays at in Basket Case mm-hmm. he comes up to the door and he's banging on the door track again. He in butt- in his leather print uh, leopard print trousers nonetheless to make him look really hard quite like uh, them. <laughs> bursts into the, uh, the room and gets knocked out by a flying head as it's coming out <laughs> towards the door <laughs> it's yeah. uh,
1: the practical effects are good in a way but <laughs> it's still so obviously it's just big rubber mannequins oh everywhere. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean it was that was there that was that was and then even when he was packing them in the bags it was, it was uh, yeah. that was Halloween decorations for Asda that he was putting in the complete so rubber. I, they've, foam they've tried foams. hard but
1: <laughs> it falls flat there.
0: I like so he t- so he manages to get all these body parts right, and he takes them back to his house, a house that he appears to share with his mum, right. So he's got all the different body parts kind of lying about, especially like a wee mountain of boobs that he's got lying on the table, right. And the mum just kicking about, <laughs> just chapping the door, and that's just like, Jeffrey, mum, what did I tell you? Don't come in my room and play with my mountain of boobs. <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry, honey, I was just making some PB and jelly sandwiches. You want one? uh yeah, thanks, mum. No crusts. It's like she just does not care that he is has killed so many. Oh, I wish that scene was actually film. His mum's got a
1: very hoarse voice. She could do a cough sweet. She yeah, <laughs> She could do an intervention to get away from her crazy sons, <laughs> which she could do. Because in a garage that is 18 times bigger than the actual house, look like the exterior of the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
0: garage is so much bigger than it shows. It's like, and this must be this relatively, I guess, quite towards the end of the movie, that this all happens because he gets all the bits back and he puts them all together and then. Usually, like, and he's got a big open roof, and he puts like it's of Frankenstein. The bed reaches right up into the sky, mm-hmm. and then the electricity, the thunderstorm, the lightning hits it, which there's enough charge to uh wake her up, apparently bring her back to life. Um, and then she wakes up. Uh, he's been holding her head. I mean, does he take does he scalp her and put some new hair on because she's now got black hair when she's blonde hair before? little purple hair, it's purple hair, right? Anyways, yeah. She's, um, so then <laughs> she is, uh, and she's kicking about, and uh, and can in her underwear. Uh, all different like parts the 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 stitch marks all over it, and about bit neck and whatever else, and all different colours because it's all different ethnicities. Mm. It's, it's the prostitutes came for? And she's somehow put on a pair of uh, Billy Joe Armstrong's big massive platform shoes. <laughs> that she's kicking about in that. I guess is maybe like a nod in to the actual Frankenstein like costume, but it mm-hmm. just looked ridiculously stupid to me. I thought I thought it sounded weirdly sexual with purple nipples. <laughs> 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 yes, I mean you've got a mountain of boobs, and that's the ones you pick they're decent.
1: I think her comedic timing see Patty Mullins I, I, I know you said she bit of a problem with her face
0: at times like some her facial expressions. I, yeah, she's like it as if she's I, it's, she's she's doing what Patchwork touched on by having the internal the internal voices she's struggling with all the characters of the body parts that have mm-hmm. being put together so this face is kind of contorting as they're all fighting for that's what I'm taking from it. I just I thought her comedic timing was good
1: I thought she actually... Considering she doesn't... moves movie's Frankinooker, but Frankinooker doesn't come
0: until 25 minutes before the end. Aye, it's not a lot of, of her yeah. actually as that body. And but she dies straight away as well, the actress, so... so she she's actually really not, not in it that
1: much, yeah. but yeah. I think she's very good.
0: No, it was, it was good, and then she's walking about the town like, like, using, like, shouting, like, uh, some of the, the lines that the producers have said, like, Zorro needs us out in 30 minutes, got money, yeah. want a party, and then she kind of thinks back and thinks who she's meant to be and saying, Geoffrey needs me, but whatever else. And, um... She's got her first wee trick who looks like the guy from the human centipede, we fat guy with the glasses. Oh that's right. That's what I that's how I've wrote about here. Like <laughs> he is he is acting like he's never seen um a prostitute before, like as if like she just come up to him and asked him if he wants thingy, and he's like, "Oh, yes, yes, yes." <laughs> if, you, he, if you look at him, though, no, he's definitely seen a prostitute. He's definitely before. Seen <laughs> a prostitute before. He's definitely because he knows he's, he's paying for He knows what's going on, but he just acts as if this is never, and that. Do you know what? That's one of the things as well that annoy me about movies like this. Like she's clearly got stitch marks. She's clearly different body parts, or what she's meant to be. She's purple nipples. right yeah, and there's <laughs> something clearly off about her. But this guy's totally giving it yes. This is brilliant, can't wait But you'd be like, ah, "Um, there's something weird about you. You need to be lifted." she's mm, attra- quite attractive I've written down a quote here but I don't remember where it's from but it's straight after they say the, 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 the guy's acting like he's never seen a prostitute before what are you some kind of Swede oh, is that what he says yeah, to her I've got that he, <laughs>
1: yeah, what are you some kind of Swede he's told he, he Jeffy's looking for her and he was up to this but a guy big tall blonde guy he looks a bit like Dolph Lundgren That's right. with a bat <laughs> top he's like have you seen this girl blah blah and he's like yeah, he walks at me. He's like, oh wow, some kind of sweep. Tell mean Swedish? Attractive girl. She's
0: got a sexy purple outfit on. She's got a scar on her neck. She's very sick. Hey, excuse me. Please, you gotta help me out here. I'm looking for my girlfriend. She's very sick. I gotta get her medicine. She's she's tall. She's got uh she's purple. She's got some, some scars on her, a purple outfit. Have you seen her around here? Oh yeah, four of them. We haven't heard
1: two for myself. What are you talking about? What are you, some kind of a Swede? You're talking to me in Swedish in Times Square? That's a fucking <laughs> stupid line.
0: I actually thought it was German. How did he pinpoint Sweden? Oh, I know. And it, oh, they, it's like, and it's to, to do with the point there where I was saying that the, the boy who goes back to the room where it doesn't acknowledge all the stitches and join together body parts, when she goes into the club and Zoro's pal, sees her walking in and starts like fancying her straight away and wants to take her off to the side to speak to her. And I'm like, I like I know it's a comedy, but the ladybug guy in the club acting like there's nothing wrong with her just annoyed me. It reminded me of the ladybug guy for the cat house cause it because he was like wee and... Should we explain the ladybug guy for the cat house
1: or just leave that as a <laughs> Just leave that as, leave a, that as one, one a, of those a, myths. <laughs> a myth that you do not want to know about. <laughs> Is he near or near the end when Zoro sneaks into the garage? like yeah. he's brought... Or oh, but in fact it's not then sorry it's when he's brought her back, oh no it is. When is it? Because it's when Jeffrey's head gets cut Aye, off. Aye
0: that's that's coming up after that boy in the in the club goes to tries to chatter up. Then something happens and her head falls off, which Jeffrey catches up with in the club and takes the body home. But Zoro follows right, them back yes, and goes in. And then when Zoro sliced off his head, I was not expecting that at that end. No, was I? I was but like, why what? Did, how
1: did Zoro manage to sneak in? He is the size of the garage. How did he <laughs> sneak in so quietly? I have this no idea. big steroid fucking huge guy managed to get into that
0: garage I was uh, completely unnoticed yeah well the mum's off. too busy making sandwiches and uh, he's too busy uh, Jeffrey's too busy trying to, try to sew his bird's head back on but I genuinely I, I I, did was not expect I was just like kind of watching it and then his head just rolls on the floor and I'm like what the fuck I was like that was unexpected um, but then all the body parts come out and um, start beating Zorro up and why the hell the body parts so strong? Again, they've got no center of gravity. How the hell have they got it? There's no way they could Again, force it in. It's
1: so Cronenberg and Lena Axel it and said they would all make good girlfriends for the twin and basket case. <laughs> and I thought what a fucking brilliant idea for a romance
0: movie. Basket case for the body parts. Uh, of- the
1: Siamese twin at the basket and see that thing. It's like the torso with the lips with the vaginas <laughs> and it's like walking with its hands talking. <laughs> that and the Siamese ba- twin and just follow their adventures go to dinner with them <laughs> see, see how people react fucking we should do that after uh, the
0: man! From. the end of this movie when they they, 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 they touch back on a part where um, they had uh, mentioned that he's, he's made this um, serum that brings people back to life but it's an estrogen based serum so he can only do it on female body parts um, surely that's easy enough just to change the estrogen for the t- testosterone it would still do the same thing I don't think that those two hormones work particularly differently yeah. than each other the just essentially are the same thing for different sexes. but she somehow becomes a scientist mad scientist and sews his head onto a <laughs> full female body he wakes up attached to a stand up board with this weird still rubber massive boobed model with still one hand with purple nips I think <laughs> one hand's actually moving right the other hand's kinda like fixed over the crotch so that you can't see the vagina and it's just kind of moving and he's like where's my Johnson
1: (laughs) living parts living what do you mean living parts holy shit that's not my hand what are these boobs elizabeth what did you do to me
0: i can explain obviously since your serum only works on female body parts I couldn't reuse your old body or even Zoro. so naturally I had to make some changes. No, look, where's my Johnson? What did you do to me, Elizabeth?
1: That scene kind of got me. See how you gave me sleepaway uh, camp. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, it's the first time I've seen it. That end scene and the end scene in Frankenstein got me where it's like that's just so fucking weird. That's a brilliant way to end a movie where you're leaving it going. Oh, fuck that. (laughs) That is just unsettling. (laughs) It's not scary. It's not... It's just traumatising.
0: It shouldn't be (laughs) there. And and then, so are they going to continue the relationship? Does that mean that the Frankenhooker is now a A lesbian? lesbian? Or is it... Would they be lesbians? Does she want to continue? Because she's put him on the body...
1: Since he's kind of gave her all new body parts, like upgraded her boobs, upgraded her legs, has she maybe just thought, fuck him, I'm going to give him a set of tits as well? So maybe she's no
0: actually interested. She's well, brought him back, but she's certainly done it because there is because of the serum. That's really? the only way explaining that. But otherwise, I don't know. It doesn't really explain. I that. mean, I guess that's up to yourself to decide how wh- what happens to the movie after it's finished. I like to think that they make friends
1: with the talking vagina <laughs> <laughs> and the 20 basket case and the stuff. Make a
0: really weird, creepy sex tape. <laughs> but like the
1: holiday, see the holiday with Jack Black and Cameron Diaz like that, but we just these <laughs> weird body parts. <laughs> fucking brilliant.
0: I could, I could
1: see it. You would watch it. I'd watch it. We'd do an episode on it. Ah. I would enjoy it and you'd be like, there's one bit I don't get about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd have t- my criticisms. Yeah. This movie I thought was fucking nonsense. What would you give it? Seven Boob Mountains out of ten. I'd give it seven. Just seven. I fit the figure Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was good but uh, patchwork was better and I really kinda wait to like you said to, that comes out gets a release because um, I'll be buying it and watching I've no it, heard and hoping it's... that it's as good as I remember it I've
1: no heard whether it's
0: I've no I've heard got a release date or it, nothing because we've seen Anguish is out f- Anguish is um, out uh, pandemic, pandemic and pandemic.
1: Executioners are both in Asda
0: right uh, uh, and they can stay in Asda <laughs> 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 Pandemic was alright pa- oh no Pandemic aye oh, I- Pandemic was do there. you know what I actually got the other day the Goosebumps movie uh, it was actually really good it's one with Jack Black yeah I seen it in the shop the other day there I thought I enjoyed it it's a, it's a kid's film but yeah I really, I, I the good. thing is as when I finished reading Goosebumps I had the whole collection and it was brilliant and then I left them with my dad's and I think he's kind of girlfriend They got for a while chucked him out because she was a bitch <laughs> Um but I I had the collection that we got over here and then when I went to America there was more I remember buying like a Night Eleven Dummy 2 and some kind of choose your own story one mm-hmm. and I bought two of them and um, then when we come back and I don't know if we got all of them but there's certainly monsters in the movie certainly for the trailers that um, I don't remember reading but I mean I guess the the, the series did keep going so yeah, maybe
1: there's one that's the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena I don't remember reading it and I don't know if was that maybe just an American one because Pasadena obviously Aye. we only know it, well I only know it for Big Bang Theory yeah but there's a few that you will recognise the
0: Scarecrow obviously Slappy Slappy the Dummy I remember one time that um, I was in, I was in a holding in a hot tub and I was intoxicated, and I could see uh, I could see Slappy's face through the steam staring at me from the back of the the cabin. It freaked me the fuck what out. What fuck were
1: you intoxicated <laughs>
0: on? <laughs> I was just uh, exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it was a very good movie though. To watch right. it. I also got another one like a a video nasty type thing, Dark Signals. Mm-hmm. But it's got I, I can't remember his fucking name, the leader of the Night's Watch in Game of Thrones, the Scottish guy. Oh, the guy that's in the... In the guy that's in... Braveheart. The Adverts.
0: Aye, him. Oh, what is his name? I
1: left my chair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm um, it, but it looks good. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll let you
0: know how it goes now. Have you um, watched anything this week? Eh, hey, on Netflix, no. I have been watching uh, The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch, I used to be on it like this when, when I was with my mom, back at my mum's house years ago. Me and my brother used to go, I can't remember where they'd been because the dammy shut, the dam side in, the pub that was in the wee town that I'm from, it was literally one shop, one pub, one church is all that's in it. Um, and it shut around like 12 o'clock. For some reason, I remember after nights out sitting with my brother making like a mountain of roasted cheese and watching The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. It was on the telly and it was on like 5 am, so I don't know what the hell I'd done for like those four hours or whatever i been between it. But anyway, so it's on Netflix and I've just been watching it it's total chill out, relaxed stuff and he just sits there, he's such a, a nice man he's just painting these pictures which are really good but he's just, you know, just the way he describes everything. just paint a nice little bush, just put him right there and just when you're doing the branches just imagine that he's he a great childhood and his and his parents are still married and make sure you put that personality on the branches and over here we'll do a cold melt and that guy, no, his parents split up when he was young and he's <laughs> psychotic and he thinks that the, the hill over there is cheating on him and he's going to spew lava all over the place and kill everyone it's like, alright, <laughs> just I, fucking painting mountains and trees. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna ruin it. I've always thought Bob Ross would be one of the like
0: celebrity pedophiles. I don't think he's big enough celebrity to be a pedo. <laughs> not that you need to be a celebrity, to be a pedo, but you know what I mean? Like I don't think um would care. I don't know how much you'd I actually don't
1: care, I think whether you're a celebrity <laughs> or not. No, if you're, you're go- Wains, of, course, would
0: care. of course people care. That's that's not <laughs> what I mean. I'm just thinking that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a a, a mental story. Um but I
1: I like, just paint these little branches Just like The, the sexy little legs <laughs> Of uh, eight
0: year old boy <laughs> um, It does just seems Like a, a kind of Strange guy In fact You know what There's there's your link To, to link These movies He's got the same hair As fucking Dwayne For basket case Yeah um, <laughs> There's maybe a, a Siamese murderous <laughs> twin hidden in Bob Ross's hair. He's here. painting his paint basket. That should be a conspiracy theory as well. You should see those paintings, man. It's dark, <laughs> just fucking reds and blacks just scrawled in the painting. Um, I always remember it, I think it's, is it, oh God, what movie was it? Was it Euro Trip or Road Trip or something like that? When um, it's in the motel and they go try to get a room and the boy's sitting um, painting. He's watching Joy painting with Bob Ross and he's painting and his is terrible and he's just the greasy motel owner. And uh, I can't remember what they say. Um, or at road, as, as trip as road trip, trip, trip. yeah uh, and it's just I always remember when he's just painting his wee canvas <laughs> and it's just fucking like wee sticks and wee lines and it's just terrible which and I, I always wonder when I'm watching this movie I think I wonder if there's somewhere I can go like a hashtag I can put up to see people's at home attempts at these movies at, at these paintings was. to see if any of them are good or bad if you've watched The Joy Paint Painting with Bob Ross and attempted any of his paintings please send, send us them. a picture let me know how shite they are or how good they are I don't know preferably shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look at your <laughs> Average of mediocre veins.
1: <laughs> oh, I see if they're fucking terrible.
0: Uh-huh. No, um I, I was gonna say we'd laugh at them, but we wouldn't because we don't judge here at Scotland versus Evil. Yeah, of course not. Before uh, we move on to the next section, I want to mention a movie that we watched this week uh that's we got a screen copy of and it's called Fun with Hackley, Axe Murderer. It's we've reviewed it and the review will be up, is up on our uh, on our WordPress page. We'll probably put out links for you and stuff like that. But um, this movie is currently doing uh, film festivals just now, uh, and it's going to be in a Texas film festival this weekend. And uh, I mean, they're doing really well, and the the movie is it's more comedy than than slasher, but it is very witty and very funny. Um, and if it comes out any kind of release, I suggest you check it out. So I still I've actually still see it, yeah. but after reading your review it sounds
1: right on my street no it was great it, it, it was quite funny I was a, a lot of good bits in it
0: yeah, enjoyed
1: it, for it. I maybe I should try to watch it tonight to be honest yes. uh, so let's dive into the creepy corner with something that I've thought about or I've known about for a while and kind of wanted to discuss the dittal Pass incident. On January 27th, 1959, a group of students and graduates from the Russian Europolytechnical Institute set off on a ski trek across the Ural Mountains which run north to south through western Russia. The group consisted of eight men and two women, all experienced in long ski tours and mountain expeditions and their goal was to reach Otortin, a mountain in the northern part of the Urals. Sadly, the goal was never
0: achieved and what befell the group still remains a mystery to this day. The group began their hike to Otorten from Visai the last inhabited settlement in the northern region of the Euros, on January 27th. One of the members, Yuri Udin, fell ill on the second day and had to return to Versailles. You can just imagine him. Oh, I'm so glad I ate that undercoat chicken and was shooting my pants all day. I had to come back to Russia. I'm so glad I was not killed like all my friends. <laughs> the remaining nine <laughs> that's members... <I> <laughs> that song, that's what he was doing, Doing his wee Russian dance. Uh, the remaining nine members continued the fateful trek. On January 31st, the group of students arrived at the edge of a highland area and began to prepare for the climbing stage of their trek, storing surplus food and equipment in a wooded valley that they would be able to find and use on the return trek home. The following day, February 1st, the hikers started their ascent through the
1: pass ahead. Their plan was to get to the other side and set up camp for the next night, but due to worsening weather conditions, like very low visibility, the nine hikers lost their direction and deviated west up towards the top of Kola Sayako, which roughly
0: translates as Dead Mountain. That's exactly the kind of place you want to go hiking. It's like, you want to go and hike up Death Mountain? Isn't it? No, I'd rather go and take a wee trip down into Syphilis Valley, you know? It's like, <laughs> ridiculous. It's
1: weird that you link the paradigm. It. <laughs> uh, it's like, Kola is the name of a Polish horror game for the PC and for PlayStation 4, and it's about this, this, this incident. Mm. Uh, you kind of go up and you've got to try and find out what happened to the hikers it's quite scary Sean Bean narrates it so for all you gamers out there check that out yeah. uh, many hours into the pass attempt the group realised their mistake and decided to stop and set up camp where they were on the slope of the mountain with very little shelter from the elements probably because the group's leader Igor Dyatlov which this is named after didn't want the group
0: to lose any of the altitude that they'd gained so far before the group originally set off, Dailatov had agreed to send a telegram back to home as soon as they returned to Versailles. It was expected that this would happen no later than February 12th. When nothing was received, there was no immediate reaction from friends because they didn't give a fuck about them. <laughs> no, no, there was no immediate reaction from friends and family as delays of a few days were very common in such expeditions. But by February 20th, however, relatives of the group began to demand that a rescue operation be launched in order to ascertain whether the group had came to some serious trouble. On February 26th, after the army and militia forces had become involved in
1: the rescue operation, the group's abandoned camp was found on the slopes of Kolat Sayakal. The tent was said to have been half torn down and covered with snow. The inside was empty, but all of the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind in the campsite. Investigators reported that the tent had been cut open from the inside. Eight or nine sets of barefoot or sock-only footprints were spotted leading down from the devastated site to a nearby wooded area about a mile away. The footprints were then covered in snow after around five hundred meters. It must have been something pretty serious,
0: man. Okay. He's like, fuck the shoes, let's go. You know, I like, <laughs> take just no go out the tent flap. <laughs> Easiest way to exit a tent. <laughs> <laughs> At the forest edge under a large tree, the search party found the visible remains of a small fire, along with the first two bodies, shoeless and dressed only in their underwear. I can just I don't think he's um without a paddle. <laughs> just My body is telling me yes. Um. The branches of the tree were broken up to about 5 metres high which suggested that one of the skiers had climbed up to look for something or perhaps to avoid danger. The searchers then found three more corpses all in poses suggesting they had been attempting to return to the camp. They were found separately at distances of 300, 480 and 630 metres from the tree. The search for the remaining
1: four travellers took more than two months finally being found on May 4th under 4 metres of snow in a ravine 75 metres further into the woods from the first two bodies. These four corpses were better dressed than ours and showed signs that those who had died first had posthumously donated their clothes to the remaining trekkers. Beside the last four bodies, searchers also found a camera which had not been reported as part of the group's equipment. The film in the camera
0: was badly damaged, so nothing could be retrieved. Oh, do you imagine that film? Imagine you could see, see the photos or watch like a 60mm film, or whatever it was, to, to, to see, see what, what had happened. happened.
1: The only reason they know what happened from after they took off up until that point was because their diaries and shit were retrieved.
0: Because
1: obviously they had no contact with
0: with home at that point. A legal inquest was launched after the first five bodies were found and a medical examination found no injuries which might have led to their deaths, eventually concluding that all hikers had died of hypothermia. One hiker had a small crack in his skull but it was not thought to be a fatal wound. However, once the last four bodies found their way into the investigation table, the narrative of what happened to the hikers totally shifted. Three of the hikers had fatal injuries one with major skull damage and the other two with severe fractures to the chest. According to the investigating doctor, the force required to cause such damage would have had to be extremely high, even comparing it to the force of a high-speed car crash.
1: The three bodies had no external wounds relating to bone fractures, as if each of them had been subjected to a high level of pressure. One of the bodies had many other non-fracture-related external injuries, missing her tongue, her eyes, part of the lips, facial tissue and a fragment of her skull bone. Initial speculation was that the indigenous Mansi people might have attacked and murdered the group for encroaching upon their lands, but a short investigation shot that idea down as there were no signs of hand-to-hand struggle and there were no Mansi people about.
0: <laughs> uh, now for the theories. Forensic radiation tests found that the clothes of some of the victims showed high levels of radioactive contamination. That, along with some reports suggesting there was a great deal of scrap metal lying around the area, led to heavy speculation the military had been using the area as a secret testing ground for parachute mines, which detonate a metre or two before they hit the ground, producing a similar damage to that experienced by the hikers. Missing lips and tongues? I just blew them clean off. Now, apparently (laughs) the folk that believe this theory
1: put that down to animals. Right, so the broken bones
0: and the pressure high speed car crash injuries the
1: animal, for the it, 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 it fucks you from the inside so you've got very little on the outside showing that the inside is broken mm-hmm. like really fucked
0: and then the animals chew off the lips chew off the, they mm-hmm. always chew off the of soft tissue oh yes mm-hmm. uh, one witness who attended the five of the funerals stated that the skin of the victims had a deep brown tan I guess you could probably put that down to just the sun exposure on the mountains because it happens, it's very sunburn and on the mountains, so mm-hmm. that's probably just the case for that uh, could that have something to do with the radiation? Uh, who knows? Another group of hikers who were 50km south of the in- incident on the same night reported that they saw strange orange spheres in the night sky above the pass. Similar spheres were observed in um, surrounding areas continually throughout February and March by various independent witnesses, even including the meteorology service and the military. Aliens! Uh, could be aliens. Oh,
1: yeah. It sounds fucking like aliens, man. Yeah.
0: Well... Until
1: this but <laughs> Some theories suggest that the hikers were caught in an avalanche, which is why they may have cut their way out of the tent, suggesting the door, the, the door to the tent was blocked and then they maybe just rushed out, not grabbed any clothes because... Like, just like, get the fuck out of here before we're covered in snow. Eh? However, the location showed no obvious signs of an avalanche having taken place and two of the hikers were very experienced skiers who would never have chosen to camp anywhere in the path of a possible avalanche. The best theory and one that I personally choose to believe for fun reasons <laughs> is that the hikers were the victims of a yeti attack this theory has no real substance but I'd say it explains the internal damage inflicted on the hikers because yetis can punch the fuck <laughs> as well as why the hikers may have been unclothed because yetis need new clothes too and there has been a Discovery Channel documentary about a Russian yeti who may have killed them but been an angry yeti <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah because pleasant uh, pleasant yetis don't murder no Okay no. monster's ink
1: Right. Welcome to the Himalayas. <laughs> Welcome
0: to the Himalayas. Abominable. <laughs> Can you believe that? Do I look abominable to you? Why can't they call me the adorable snowman or or, or the agreeable snowman for crying out loud? I'm a nice guy. Snowcon? So <laughs> I'd say it's a yeti. Oh, and really? that, that uh, did you see the recent drone footage that potentially discovered a, a bigfoot, which essentially is just like a, a hot yeti? No. So, I mean, it could be. D- have you seen the footage? No. Nah. Does it look like a real.? It's quite high up, you can't really. T- it's a big brown looking guy. A hot, a hot yeti. A hot yeti. Size. Like a, like, a like a warm yeti, yeti. Like a. Like a, like a <laughs> I don't know what you call a hot bear. Like it's not a polar bear, would you? Like it's like a bear. A bear. I <laughs> <Aye>, so. <laughs> I don't know. A yeti. A yeti from <laughs> not the polar. Caps um, or Russia, <laughs> I don't know. That's very, very strange and unexplained. Certainly, and it makes me think of the game you're talking about. Like, how what's the end of the game then? If you don't know what happened to these people, I've actually like it's supernatural, but I only played the demo. i actually I'll probably play it
1: later on. You've you've piqued my interest. Yeah. Um, and been, there's also there's a movie. I was going to say that is there
0: a movie about because that would be quite
1: good. The the, the Dyatlov Pass incident. Uh, it only came out a few years ago. i it in Asda. Yeah, but there's, there's been quite a few things where it's mentioned in history so there'll be other movies or episodes of fucking have you seen the movie? Sure is it good? I've not seen it yet oh yeah I'll just get to go see if I can keep, keep uh, right for it but it's really fucking interesting because uh-huh. why would you cut the tent from the inside?
0: I mean the movie's probably got to go along the lines of there's like a, some kind of mountain witch or witch up a mountain but how do they survive up the mountain? it's fucking freezing well they're witches they're supernatural hmm and they keep know. stealing clays off everybody they'll be roasting I know
1: I right, see if we were up a mountain and I died would you take
0: my clothes I'd take your clothes and I'd eat you as well mm. what part of the movie would you eat your arse why Cause that's Cause what the, nice. that's what <laughs> <laughs> the guys in that uh, rugby team that movie Alive true yeah. story they uh, the these because it was uh, it's the meatiest part
1: mm.
0: Pretty. how to survive it. In the wo- you giving me that book how to survive in the woods the last I chapter too. is uh, how to eat your pals when they die <laughs> I've <I'm>
1: got <laughs> quite a tight firm arse though it's still meat some meat. I'd probably eat your legs. Your big long gangly legs.
0: But um, that's the thing, though, because I've read the last chapter of that book. Uh, it's eating your pals after they die because you've poisoned them with poisonous berries. So, just saying. shouldn't have bought you that book. No, <laughs>
1: it was a fucking terrible <laughs> thing. So that was that. You can find out about it. The Diaclov Pass incident. Uh, there's a lot about it
0: online. So.
1: If you're interested. In it, if, if. Check I it very
0: interesting. No, I'm going to read up about because it that's just um. It was your research this week, so it was pretty cool. I enjoyed you.
1: it. Yeah. Uh, you
0: want give some shout-outs? Yep, I am. Um, shout-outs to a bunch of folk, uh, some of the podcasts that we listen to and chat back and forth all the time. Uh, shout-outs always to Real Rats, Crack Guys. You'll get them on Twitter and listen to the podcast. It's fun. They're doing a sword and sorcery uh, theme just I've now. Have you
1: ever seen any of those movies? No, but they do
0: seem quite good, but uh, the podcasts are, are always fun to listen to. And a new podcast that started is the Coming to Get You podcast, and it's... um. Two, uh, two hosts, they host it from I think somewhere in England, I think the girls from Essex, I'm assuming the guys from the same place, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure, uh, it's Kelly and Rich and they talk about uh, horror movies and the like and they've uh, it's quite quite enjoyable, yeah. uh, listen um, we'll I think that's it. the shout out, so obviously we shouted out um, the guys who made the movie Fun with Hackley um, check, the, they've got a, a Twitter page for it as Fun with Hackley check it out and you'll be able to keep in touch with what's happening with that movie We also got a book uh, called once spitten Twice Die
1: from I can't remember the guy's name just now but I'm still just about to finish it so we'll talk about that in upcoming episodes but I'm thoroughly enjoying it and I'm kind of choking to get to the end of it now <laughs> especially because Stephen King's just released the third of the Mr. Mercedes trilogy and I really
0: need to read it have
1: you read the first one? No, I don't know that's how you good. can
0: read so far. I'm such a slow reader, man, I really am. like It literally took me like six months to read that UFO book and that's only like 150 pages. <laughs> I'm, I am I'm on night shift in my work out, and when, when it I've got some quiet time, I can read a few chapters. So um, I'm an actual, and I've am I'm and jumped on to, I'm reading Travis Barker's book now because I've got it, borrowed it off a co-worker and I need to give it back. So I'm trying to get through that and then I'm moving on to... Well, actually, the next book I'm reading after that is Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. Stephen King, I got that. Really we go somewhere. I, I think they're meant to do a movie that. Oh,
1: I see. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. So. so if you like the episodes, get us in the usual places:
0: uh, Facebook, Twitter, email. Yep. If you like the movies that you've listened to us talk about, if you were interested in the creepy corner, if you've got anything you want to say to us, any movies you want to suggest, um, anything at all, email us at Scott and Liam versus Evil at hotmail.com and uh, you can get us on Twitter at Scott and versus. You can get us on Facebook and there's a group and a page uh, and both of them are called Scotland and Liam vs. Evil and speak with us interact with us mm.
1: Apologies that there's no stoned haikus this week I ran out of weed <laughs> <laughs> So haikus will commence when my drugs commence <laughs> <laughs> So see you guys next week Cheers
0: Bye <sighs>